Mr. Happy Living here, and I'm happy to be broadcasting from WITV7 in the beautiful Queen City, Charlotte, North Carolina, USA. Hey friends, take a moment right now. Just try to imagine how you'd feel living the unique and distinct reason you were put on this planet to live, doing the work you love with the people you love in places you love, and all the while creating something of real value to others. That's what I call a life of significance. And I can tell you, it makes a very happy life. And so can Lanny West. He's my friend and he's my guest star today. And he's here to share his unique and distinct journey to his life of significance. <clears throat> hey, Lanny, welcome to the show. Hey, Matt, how are you? Doing awesome. So just take a minute and tell us what you're doing these days to leave your mark of significance on the world. Well, <clears throat> you know, I uh, 65 or so years of my life, I lived in uh, a, a debaucherous, sinful, awful life. And um, uh, we, we purchased this beautiful 40-acre farm in North Tennessee <clears throat> probably seven years ago. And this gave me the opportunity to connect <clears throat> with God, who I had kind of put on the back burner all my life, right? And, <clears throat> um, uh, and so in that, so actually today, um, five years ago, is the day that I gave my life to Christ. And um, the anniversary, that's fantastic. Wow. Yeah, so... So it's, uh, the farm has, is, a, is a gorgeous place. And so what I'm doing with my life now is, is, what, is what God is instructing me to do and how to use this farm. I, I, I was not led to this farm because I'm a farmer because I am miserable at that. Um, but I have figured out that what my purpose is, <clears throat> is to harvest souls for his glory. <clears throat> and so... That's that's what I spend every waking hour uh, of of the day here at this farm, and we have so many things that are happening. Uh, we started a men's ministry retreat um, last year. It's called "Bring It All to the Table." Um, Eleven men are invited to be a part of this this weekend retreat. Um, we do we we just are finishing up a beautiful camping area, which I think you got to see while you were here, that we use for the men's ministry and for group activities. We're finishing up uh, an 18-hole disc golf course that would be part of all of that. <clears throat> um, we're uh, getting ready to start construction on a stage for a, uh, uh, an acoustic amphitheater where we will do private uh, songwriter events and label events and uh, contemporary Christian music events. So there, there is so much happening in my life. And I didn't realize how restricted I was uh, until mm. that, that fateful evening five years ago in my kitchen. So that, that's what I'm doing. That, that's my purpose. It, everything that I do, Matt, is to bring glory to God. That's it. Nothing else. That's awesome. That's awesome, Lanny. Now, let's have some fun with mathematics and let our friends across the World Wide Web get to know not what you do, but who you are through our sure. equation of the happy formula. It's simple, but it's powerful. Capacity plus purpose equals happy. So let's start with capacity. And 
Lanny, just tell us, what are your practices for building your personal capacity, physical, mental, spiritual, financial, emotional? In other words, what do you do on a regular basis to create the capacity you need to take good care of yourself and your loved ones and still have plenty left over to be a giver of others as a servant of Jesus Christ? Um, <clears throat> well, physically, um, we do, uh, you know, you got to stay physically fit. And we, we do a lot of work here at the farm. So, um, you know, what I, uh, what's called bucking bales of hay. So, you know, we may, we may throw 150 bales of hay up into the loft. We're, we're constantly out walking, taking hikes. <clears throat> um, I use a rebounder for exercise. If you don't know what that is, it's a small trampoline. So staying physically fit is very, very Im important. Um, uh, eating healthy, um, taking proper supplements. Um, as, as far as uh, mental, you know, my mental capacity and keeping that rolling, um, it, it really is, <clears throat> and I, I don't, um, meditation is, a, is, is kind of a dicey uh, subject to get into, but I, I try to fill my mind and my thoughts with with that of the things that Christ would <clears throat> um, really want me to fill my my mind with, and so that gives me comfort and and strengthens me mentally, um, spiritually. Um, you know, since five years ago, I, I study daily. <clears throat> um, you know, the Word of God, Scripture. Um, you know, I pray as often as I possibly can, um, and and I try to learn learn more of Christ, not just about him. <clears throat> so um, on the financial side of things, um, <clears throat> you know, we have been blessed to, um, to live a, a comfort, comfortable life and the things that we need, but, but also sharing that with others, sharing that, sharing the financial side of things and giving to others, giving, you know, special donations, helping young musicians out, um, uh, you know, financially, those that are struggling, homeless people. I mean, Leslie, Leslie, my wife and I try to do as much as we can to give back, um, because God is so gracious to give to us. Um, and then on the emotional side of, of things, I think it's, it continues to grow in, in my love and understanding of Christ and the word of God. So that keeps me grounded emotionally and helps build my capacity. Uh, beautiful. So along with, with capacity is this idea of a Kaizen state of mind. And it's, this, it's a Japanese idea that small incremental improvements add up over time to yield great big results. A Kaizen state of mind is knowing there's always something I can do better tomorrow than I did today. It's based on mindset, not circumstance. It's optimistic and it creates this gentle, powerful, continuous uplifting of my life day after day after day. So Lanny, how does a Kaizen state of mind help you increase your personal capacity to continuously become more so you can, as you were just saying, continuously give more as a servant of Jesus Christ? Is it is this similar to eating the elephant one bite at a time? Very much the same thing. <clears throat> it could be. Um, you know, every every day I try to I try to look back on on the the day at the end of the day to to see where I have fallen short. We all fall short in the eyes of God, and and 
you know, searching me and my heart to help me understand how I could do the things that I fell short of today, how I could do those things better tomorrow. Um, you know, often there's, there's times when, when I meet someone or speak with someone and have the opportunity to share um, the love of Christ with them, and I miss, I miss the mark, and, and it, mm. it bothers me greatly. And so, so I try to increase that, that part uh, of my capacity. You know, the next day, I, I won't miss that opportunity. Um, so it's, it's learning, uh, reading. I'm not great at memorizing and I, and I can't sit here and, and share hundreds of, of, uh, memorized scriptures. I know a few, but, but learning those every day, increasing, increasing that knowledge and, um, and hopefully, um, wisdom, you know, so that I can be a benefit to someone else, one, one, someone else, not a group, but one, someone. Yeah. So two things I'd like you just to dig on. You're new to farming. So you must, it must be a high learning curve. So as you learn one thing, how does Kaizen helps you do your job as a farmer better as you do your job as a farmer is continuous improvement. And so give us something on that. And, and the same with the Bible, there's so much to learn in the Bible. As you Ooh. learn one thing one day, and now you're you have more stuff that you go to the Bible with the next day, and it gives you more understanding and capacity. So talk about kaizen in terms of your <clears throat> farming job and your learning, you're becoming a, a in your your work with Christ. Um, <clears throat> on the farming side of things, I think just in, in the organic world of, of growing and learning about <clears throat> agriculture, um, learning about bees because we have honeybees out here. Um, lear learning those things so that so that we could be uh, uh, self-sustaining and we could also share all that with our neighbors, which we do anyway. <clears throat> learning how to use equipment to 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 uh, help me in the chores that I'm doing around the farm. Um, listening to advice from my farm neighbors who are so generous in giving of their time to help this dummy <laughs> learn more about farming. You know. Um, and, and as far as the Bible is concerned, you hit it right on the head. There is, there is so much, I, I had the, I had the great fortune to be, uh, the part of this minister in Mobile, uh, which I write about in my book. <clears throat> um, he, he passed away, unfortunately from COVID, but he, he, the first meeting that he and I had, he said, Lanny, he said, I've been doing this for. He said, I'm 82 years old. I've been doing this for over 50 years. And he said, every time I open God's word, I find something that I didn't know. <clears throat> so I am five years new as a Christian and learning the word of God. I, whew, I've got a lot to go, right? But I try to do it every day. Every day I try to learn something new that I can apply to the kids that work for me here at the farm or to other people out here. Yeah. And the folks, as you're listening, you watch also the spirit and Lanny and the enthusiasm. Kaizen keeps you young. It keeps you young and looking forward to tomorrow. Amen. So let's dive into purpose, that second element of the happy formula, Lanny. And I've observed that major life transformations and discovery of purpose <clears throat> often comes from devastation, addictions, disease, death, disaster. Some big, awful crisis strips a life to its core. 
However, in my second book, Turning Inspiration into Action, I share a transformational process that I've used to discover my purpose using inspiration. So how about you, Lanny? Was there a specific moment or event or crisis or inspiration that revealed to you the purpose you were meant to live as as you were meant to live? Um, Absolutely. Five years ago today. Um, I mean, I'll share the story. I I know we we have a short, short amount of time to cover this segment. But, um, you know, this good friend of mine, Matt, um, wrote some things in a blog that's getting ready to come out pretty soon. Um, And there was a list of things that that happened in his life. And they and I mirror that in the life that I led, Um, you know, fought for what I wanted from life thought more was always better. I trusted my mind. I viewed success as getting more. I pushed against resistance. I was hard. I led by using force. I was debaucherous. I I treated, I treated people horribly Mm. and um, I I became exhausted. I I just, quite frankly, I didn't really, and my wife didn't even know this because I don't share those things, but, uh, uh, and I should, but I was just, I was ready to just give it all up because I was getting nowhere with my career and so forth. And through the, through this trying to seek God, you know, um, and, and I made a commitment to read the Bible and, and I, and, and I wanted to give my life to Christ, but nothing seemed to be happening. I asked my brother-in-law, who's a, who's a big Christian, um, beautiful man. I said, Don, what, what is supposed to happen here? Am I going to turn cartwheels down the grocery store aisle? Is, am I going to go flailing into the middle of the floor? What, what happens? And, and he, he said one, two words, just listen. So mm-hmm. five years ago, I'm in my kitchen cooking dinner for a, a musician couple that were coming over for dinner. And for whatever reason, I decided to listen to some contemporary Christian music. And I, I got no idea who any of those people are. So I go to my phone and I find a contemporary Christian compilation, right? So I start listening to it. I'm back over cooking. I'm drinking some wine, uh, which I don't do anymore. But um, all of a sudden, this song came on. This song came on and, and it was like the Holy Spirit grabbed me by the collar and just whacked me back and forth and back. <clears throat> and I did fall to the ground. I started crying and I couldn't stop crying. It was, this song was so powerful. It was by this band called 10th Avenue North. And the song is called Control. Huh. God, you don't need me, but oh, how you want me. And I, got, I get chills uh, saying those words. So that was the moment that, that I knew what the next steps in my life were going to be and, and the path to my true purpose. So now give our audience a, a little sample because we're looking at this you know, beautifully well put together man. That's a follower of Christ. And, and, you know, you, you said debauchery and all that, but how, how low did you get in your life? And what was that? When was the, the turnaround that you said, okay, something has to change. And you said, okay, I, I want to start reading the Bible. And then, you know, this moment happened. But what was, what was the catalyst in the, the stopping of the digging and saying, I've got to do something different? Um, <clears throat> you know, um, I mean, real briefly, I started drinking when I was 13 and I was an alcoholic by the age of 15. 
Um, <clears throat> I did. I used to joke with people. I did more cocaine in in my days than they could bring in from Colombia. Um, you know, pot chasing women. Uh, I've been married six times. I had no respect for women. Um, I, I, I that 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 time period of that change happening for me was when I met my current wife, Leslie. She and I have been married for thirty years. <clears throat> She's one of the most amazing human beings on the planet. Um, she, she is so patient and so loving and, and so nurturing. Um, she really helped me to understand what love was from a human being, <clears throat> which, uh, which kind of translated into understanding the love of, of Jesus Christ. Yeah. But as, as our relationship started moving down the road, I stay, I, I continued to, to drink, um, I got hung up into pornography. Um, I there was a, a number of things that were starting to happen in my life, and and I and I just I realized that what I was doing was not harming me as much as it was harming her and my mm. relationship with her. Mm. Um, again, most of these things she had no clue were going on in my life, um, but I knew if I continued down this path that it was going to not only destroy our relationship, but was going to destroy the one human being in my life that was so amazing in helping me get on a right path. So that, that was really, and that has been in the past 10 years. Right. Yeah. That was love. It was love. Absolutely. Yeah. Right on. Okay, Lanny, let's, this is great. Let's take a quick break so we can let our sponsors say. Happy is an intentional and lifelong journey but it's hard to change and grow towards higher levels of happy without knowing where you're starting from. Our happy quiz puts a starting pin on the map to your happy living and provides additional guidance and motivation along the way. Just go to happyliving.com and take the happy quiz to get started on your road to happy. And we're back. And this is the Something Significant Show. And I'm your host, Matt Gersper. And my special guest star today is Lanny West. He's a disciple of Christ, an author, an integrative wellness coach, a professional encourager, a personal chef, a farmer, a beekeeper, a raccoon trapper, and even more. So, Lanny, I love this article called The Science Behind the Power of Giving. I found it on lifescience.com, and it says that the act of giving itself can be a gateway to discovering your reason for being on the planet. It says scientific data supports the notion that giving of one's time and talents and treasures is a powerful pathway to discovering purpose, transcending difficulties, and finding fulfillment and meaning in life. So I updated our formula. Capacity plus purpose plus giving equals really happy. So what do you think, Lanny, from your experience, have you found that giving your time and talents and treasures has been a pathway for discovering your purpose and transcending difficulties you've faced and for bringing real meaning into your life as a servant of Jesus Christ? <clears throat> um, yes, the answer is yes. Uh, um, <clears throat> before I gave my life to Christ, I, and I, I, I truly believe that we, when we are, are knitted in, the, in our mother's womb, that God puts into our everyone's heart 
<clears throat> um, the ability to love and understand what right and wrong is. Hmm. That's, <clears throat> I think that children understand those kind of things. So as I was growing up, I was, I was kind of an emotional kid. I was the nerd <clears throat> in school. And, but, but I always tried to do nice things for other people, especially elderly people. I tried to do things, mow, mowing the lawn, <clears throat> um, do, doing all sorts of things. And as I grew older and before I gave my life to Christ, I always said, well, <clears throat> you know, I don't really need to be believe in God. Uh, I'm doing nice things for people. Mm -hmm. I'm in, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I quickly found out <clears throat> recently that, that that's not the case. So um, <clears throat> uh, I, I, and I, I think I wrote this in my email. I'm kind of bumbling around a little bit, <clears throat> but um, I don't like talking about what we, the things that we do for others. And I really <clears throat> am, have a hard time in accepting thanks and praise or letters and notes from people. Um, most of the things that we do for, for other people, you know, we, we never get thanks for it and I don't expect to get thanks for it. Um, <clears throat> you know, we, we, we do things for other people just when, when God asks, pulls the heartstrings and asks for it to be done. You can't, I don't think you can plan to do those things. For instance, <clears throat> um, excuse me, the pollen is bad out here. <clears throat> I'm out mowing my lawn and I happen to have gone for a walk in the morning and one of my neighbors who is not very healthy and is out, has, is working overnight shift as a poor security guard, his lawn is ankle deep, knee deep in grass. So I stop mowing my lawn and I go mow his lawn and then I leave. I don't say anything. I don't expect, I don't expect anything. Yeah. Um, um, we've let a homeless person live with us. I've let two, three musicians live with us that were destitute. Um, and, and so those are, those are things that, that when they, when it happens, I don't consult with Leslie. I know that God has asked me to do it and I just do it. Um, and I find joy and happiness in doing those things. But today, where I am today in my life, it is, I, I want to do those things to bring glory to God. I want that person that I help in some way to go, wow, th this guy, this guy is is emulating Jesus Christ. He's, he's doing things that, that everyone should do. And that, and that, that is love. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, and so let's explore that a little bit, a little bit deeper. Cause what I've been learning as I've been on this path that I'm on and, and talking to lots of cool people that are, that are living their purpose, that are living using their God-given talents, let's, let's describe it that way, that was put in, into them for their service to the world to give God glory. And that, so in, in your first half of your life, you were a giver, but you weren't giving from living in your purpose. You were giving for some sort of a, maybe a bargain. <laughs> sure. <laughs> now you're, now you're giving from living in your purpose. And I know you don't, you don't want the, the, feedback and the accolades, but when you're doing it and when you reach people 
And for example, someone who read your book says, a radio legend finds redemption. Lanny's book will give you hope in humanity and maybe even a willingness to open up to the Holy Spirit. Another said, God works miracles. Lanny bears his soul in this book and his story is a testament to God's love and forgiveness. Another adds, amazing story, highly recommend. Lanny's book absolutely blew me away. My heart is overflowing with joy and celebration. Praise God for Lanny's unique experience, his gifted storytelling, and his boldness to share. And a licensed professional in mental health says, the knowledge, experience, dedication, and passion Lanny West brings to wellness and faith, wellness and faith is truly a rare find. Those fortunate enough to work with him will certainly benefit from his gift. So I know you don't like praise, but how do you like hearing what you're doing and <clears throat> others' lives for God's glory? Um, <clears throat> it, it makes me feel that I'm fulfilling that purpose, that, that I know that, that he intends for me to do, the talents that he gave me to fulfill fulfill those things that he wants me to do. Um, where did you, where did you get those comments? Lanny, I've got, <laughs> I've got my methods. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if, so in writing that book, and I think I shared this with you. Tell the, um, we haven't said the title of your book. Give us the title and the subtitle for our audience to know. Um, it is, the book is called Father, Son, and the Unholy Road. The Dark Twisted Truth of My Journey from Cocaine to Christ. Yeah. <laughs> and I tell people, please put your seatbelt on for the first <laughs> half of the book um, because, um, <clears throat> because it, um, I, 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 there's no need to hold anything back. And some oh. of the language is a, little bit, yeah. is a little bit rough. But if you read some of the things that happened in the Bible, uh, you know, Noah, uh, Sodom and Gomorrah and all that, they, maybe they didn't use the exact words that I used, but it's the same thing. You can't, if you try to make, fluff it up and hide behind it, then there's no purpose. So the purpose of the book was not to make any money. We, we give more away and we, we ask for donations and that, and that money goes to help down in Fairhope, Alabama to help some needy uh -huh. people. But the, awesome. <clears throat> I feel the purpose of that book, as guided by God, is if one person yeah. comes to faith in Jesus Christ because of this book, if one person renews their faith in Christ, yeah. then I have accomplished what he has asked me to do. Yeah. The, the other side of that is there are so many people in the world <clears throat> that have been abused sexually assaulted, <clears throat> um, demoralized, <clears throat> bullied, picked on, et cetera, that won't tell their story because A, they're embarrassed, or B, they think there's going to be some kind of repercussion, you know, especially women that get abused. It's their fault. Yeah. Um, but the book, this book, um, and, and if you read this book and what happened to me in my, in my youth, um, I want people to know they can tell their story. So yeah. those are the things that, that I really want to come out of this book. Yeah, that's great. And, and I, I want to change this next section just a little bit and, and replace the, the word happy, which is how I usually do it. And you can, you can think of it maybe as purposeful or, you know, or 
giving back or you'll understand what I mean when I get there. So when you're giving from living in your purpose, that's where the magic is. It creates this great big happy circle. Giving your time and talents and treasures is a powerful pathway for discovering purpose and giving from living in your purpose brings this profound joy or purpose or meaning to your life. When you're doing what you know you're supposed to do for God and you're living that, that's when you have this it's rush of energy. I call it happy, you know, but you can put whatever you want on it. So giving leads to purpose and giving from purpose leads to joy. So to more properly reflect the exponential power, because power comes from this also, of our happy formula, I've got to tweak it a little bit. Capacity times purpose times giving equals happy to the third power. And that's really, truly, deeply happy. Does that sound about right to you, Lanny? It does. I think so. <clears throat> I think if those things all come in, in you know, into focus in the right way, I think that uh, I think you accomplish, you know, being happy. Um, um, it, it's we have the opportunity to be happy. It's pretty outlined pretty well in the Beatitudes, um, you know, which is what I look for all the time. But um, I I do truly find joy and happiness in doing what God asked me to do. But on the on this the same subject line here, when I do something that I realize and I know it does not please God, and that's where that fearing God comes into play. It's like like your earthly father. You know when you've done something wrong that you're going to get punished for it. But I beat myself up more than God does, I think. When I do something that I know is, is when I think when I think a thought about somebody and, and it's, it's an, in, I don't even know the person and I make a judgment that that's yeah. just not right. And I, and I go, where did that come from other than Satan? So, yeah. yeah so all of that times uh, equaling happy is, is great, but also there's the other side of that as well that you have to keep in mind, I think. Great. A hundred percent. Okay. Let's wrap things up here, Lanny. It's been a great interview, but I love to do a lightning round, reading a few of my favorite quotes and have you respond to us. We can peer into your brain, respond to us, what it means to you. The first thing that comes to your mind, Lanny, because we call it a lightning round. So the first one from Rumi, of all you see, only love is infinite. True. <laughs> <laughs> Love is at the root. Love has to be at the root of everything. That's the first, that's the most important commandment. And the second is like it, you know, uh, uh, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Love is it. Anyway, this is a lightning round. Go ahead. And that's right. But love is infinite. So <laughs> yes. the I love about it is the more you love, you, you don't have to replenish it. You actually have more. The more love you give, you have more. And that's the as long, as long as you're not expecting to get love in return. It's just just pure. Yes. Just giving. Yes. Giving, Matt. Giving. Correct. OK, from C.S. Lewis. For the present, like the present moment for the present is the point where time touches eternity. I, I would agree with that. I guess I guess I, I don't really know what to say about it. I've been thinking about that. <laughs> When time, our time, touches eternity, God's all of, all of God 
that's when when we're in the present moment that's when we feel them it's all the, everything is this whole huge thing and what <laughs> what he's saying is when the present moment is the point where we are actually fully in the present <clears throat> and we touch all of eternity ah oh. beautiful from hemingway the world breaks everyone and afterward some are strong at the broken places oh man how <clears throat> how true that is if if you if you live in the world and you you play by the rules of the world you are going to be broken and it may not be today take me for example 65 years how patient was god with me i i was a broken man i i was at the end of it all <clears throat> and um and then he he picked me up and dusted me off you know and and helped me fix it beautiful this is from albert einstein there are two ways to live your life one is this is albert einstein biggest scientist ever maybe right mm, there are maybe. two ways to live your life one is though nothing is a miracle the other is as though everything is a miracle that is correct <clears throat> you know um but we don't the thing is we don't stop to to really give god the the glory and the credit for those <clears throat> miracles we most of the time we think that we are responsible for that happening and we don't necessarily call it a miracle um right. but uh, I, I, the definition of a miracle is is, is kind of hard cuz i look at miracle as somebody that should have died, like when I set myself on fire, um, it was a miracle that I didn't didn't uh, die. Um, you know, if if I have good luck and happen to come across um, a pile of money uh, that I was was unexpected, uh, that was unexpected, that is not a miracle. That's mm -hmm. um, so. So I think the definition of miracle is an important. It would be important to interject in this as well. Agreed. The final, this is the show anchor from Goth. Whatever you can do or dream you can do, begin it. Boldness has genius, power, and magic in it. Begin it now. Well, that that smacks too much of prosperity gospel that you can you can do it yourself and you can make it happen. And that it, that can't possibly be because you can do nothing without Christ. So that's my answer to that. Oh, very good. Okay. And now, folks, it's your turn to be a giver, too. If you can hear my voice and you were inspired by today's show at Lanny West, please share some love with our fabulous broadcast team by giving what you can to WITV7. They're a 501c3 charity on a mission to educate, empower, and encourage. They do good works with your kindness. Lanny, I love your big, beautiful, humble, hollow farm and your unique bring-it-all-to-the-table ministry with on-site camping and organic gardening and cooking and so much more <clears throat> that you use to help your attendees establish or rebuild their connection with our Heavenly Father. And I admire how you so openly share the dark and twisted truth about your hard-for-me-to-imagine journey to the edge of self-destruction and back as a means to help others, to support them and encourage them along the way to their own journey of the life they were meant to live. And I'm super happy that you've shared your fearless love for our Lord on our show today. Will you take just a moment or two and share any parting remarks you'd like to leave our audience? Um, 
I, I reflect daily on the fact of the things that are happening in our world today. <clears throat> um, and, you know, everybody seems to have an answer to, to fix the problem. The, the politicians are not going to fix anything for us. And only when we come back to bring God into our lives um, is, is anything going to start be, to be fixed at all. But more importantly than that, um, everyone needs, un until man changes his heart and fills it with love for others and other circumstances, nothing is going to change. It is all based around love to the two, the number one commandment that Christ said and the second one. It all has to do with love. And if you, if you have love for others, then you won't commit any of the Ten Commandments uh, that that are out that that were outlined on those tablets. So right. love, fill your heart with love, respect for others. Amen. It's all about love. Thank you, Lanny. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. And and I also want to thank WITV Seven for hosting and promoting our show, so we can keep interviewing, inspiring guests like Lanny, and reaching folks just like you, ready to create your own extraordinary lives. And most especially, thank you, viewers and listeners. You'll find links to websites and social media and all things Lanny West. Find him, friend him, buy his book, Father, Son, and the Unholy Road. I read it, folks. It is, it's a great book, and it has a happy ending. Uh, spoiler alert. And also, you can, <laughs> learn, you can learn about his life and nutrition coaching programs and his Bring It All to the Ministry, Bring It All to the Table ministry. It's all available at tippingpt.coach. That's T-I-P-I-N-G-P-T dot C-O-A-C-H. All one word, tippingpt dot coach. And from me to you, dear friends, I love you, and I want you to be really, truly, deeply happy too. So I want you to go to happyliving.com right now and take our happy quiz. Because when you measure your happy, you focus attention on it. And focusing attention on it brings brings inspiration and learning and improvement right into your life. Once you take the, the quiz, and it only takes a minute, then I hope you'll give some thought about what we can do together, you and me. Give some thought to what we can do together right now to improve your happy of the world. Till next time, I'm Matt Gersper. You are awesome. And this is the Something Significant Show. And we're out.